Politics cares a heck of a lot more about you than you might care about it. And so the question is, do you think being prepared for all contingencies is easier in a blue state or a red state? When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my pinch-hitting co-host for the time being, Jeff Reynolds. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, I'm doing great, Shelby. It's great to be here again. I love uh, pinch hitting. Uh, glad to hear that Glenn is on the mend and will be back here hopefully soon. Uh, but I enjoy jumping in when I can and helping out wherever I can. Awesome. And we appreciate it very much. So before we get into our topic today, want to give a quick shout out to a couple of our sponsors. First of all, Minuteman Coffee. I've had quite a bit of them today. Uh, of their coffee. They are the exclusive roasters of the I Miss America blend. And if you go to their website, and you can find that at prepping2-0.com under friends and affiliates, click there and at checkout use the I Miss America coupon code. You'll get 15% off your order. By the way, Minutemen Coffee is killing it out there in the coffee world. They got a really cool mention at Zero Hedge for being one of the top five most patriotic coffee companies out there. And I would agree, every order you make with them, you will get a constitution. They are unabashedly patriot, pro-constitution, pro-Second Amendment, have been a huge supporter of all the, of all, through all of the nonsense with Kyle Rittenhouse, have supported his right to defend himself. Love Minuteman Coffee, and we're so proud to have them as a sponsor. Uh, another awesome sponsor, EMP Shield. Great folks over there have developed a device that will prevent, pr- protect your devices from an EMP or a coronal mass ejection. Your car, your home, your generators. Awesome, awesome uh, devices. And you can see the science and, and the and the proof in the pudding, so to speak, behind all of that at their website. And when you do place an order, be sure to use the coupon code. I got to look, prepping 2.0, and you'll get 50 bucks off each device. So thank you to those awesome sponsors. So our topic today, and it's a topic we've kind of hammered on most of 2021, but as we kind of wrap up 2021, I want to bring it to a fine point. The especially in the last couple of months, the true differences that have that we're at right now in particular at this moment in time in mid-November 2021 between red and blue states. And Jeff Reynolds, as many of you know, also moved to a red state this year along with Glenn and Shelby. And we have a lot we want to talk about. The first one is, and we didn't see these too much at the beginning of 2021, but mandates, probably the biggest mandate that we all faced at the beginning of 2021 is wearing a mask everywhere we went. Well, those mandates changed, didn't they? So uh, Jeff has a lot to say about this, but let's talk about how medical mandates, in particular getting a vaccine, we're now seeing the medical community move from a blue state to a red state. And Jeff, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, and that's, uh, thanks, Shelby. Uh, I have a lot to say about this, but um, I uh, just to uh, make the observation that uh, a picture was going around uh, of my former governor, Kate yes. Brown of Oregon, wearing a mask that was Christmas themed and actually had a snow globe in it. So I've moved from a uh, governor who was wearing a snow globe on her face to a governor who is getting squared away, uh, fighting back. Uh, he signed a package of bills on Thursday. I was at his press conference when he did that. Uh, and uh, he signed a package of bills that he calls the most aggressive pushback against federal overreach of any state in the union. So uh, it, it's very interesting to watch that. Um, I mean, overall, people are moving to red states mm-hmm. more than blue states. They're moving out of blue states. I, you know, I talked about this last summer that yes. America is kind of uh, balkanizing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's self-balkanizing, and it's only accelerated. Um, Ron DeSantis announced just a couple of weeks ago that for the first time in Florida's history, registered Republicans outnumber registered Democrats, and that's because of all of the people moving mm-hmm. here specifically for freedom. Now, what you're seeing, though, is 
Um, and there were people, I was at a medical freedom rally in Tallahassee on Tuesday mm-hmm. and there were lots of, um, there were, uh, you know, lots of folks were up there, uh, against the mandates protesting, saying that mandating vaccine, you know, this goes back to my old, uh, my, my constant rule of thumb is if it's such a great idea, why does it have to be mandatory? Right, right. Right. So something's going on here. But um, uh, so there were lots of uh, first responders and medical professionals and all kinds of folks in the medical industry that uh, spoke at this rally, several of whom had been fired. And mm. this is these are people that live in the state of Florida, <clears throat> excuse me, but who uh, live in counties that are run by liberal majorities that uh, are therefore subject. One guy is a, uh, uh, one guy in particular I'm going to have on my podcast here in a a week or so uh, is a former fire chief for Orange County where Orlando is, where all the, you know, uh, tourist traps and Mm -hmm. and theme parks are. And uh, he was fired from his job for refusing to enforce the mandate and uh, tell and participate in getting his firehouse uh, and the firehouses in the, in the county uh, vaccinated. Uh, it wasn't that he refused to vaccinate himself. It was he refused to help the, uh, the state health authority in enforcing the mandate. And so they fired him. And it turns out that he ended up going to a neighboring county, earning a two-rank promotion and getting better pay and has a, a firehouse that, uh, fully supports his, his fight back against the mandate. But it's, it's fascinating to watch how even in a, a, you know, purple turning red state like Florida, you're still finding pockets of liberalism mm-hmm. and pockets of uh, actual medical tyranny, you know. so uh, But you're, you are seeing a lot of that where uh, uh, Ron DeSantis has advertised nationwide. He's put up billboards and uh, Facebook ads and, and that sort of thing, digital ads. Uh, 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 trying to recruit police officers and doctors and firefighters to come to Florida, to live in Florida, because, well, A, it's Florida. It's freaking awesome here. Yeah. But also, B, that uh, it, uh, the, the more we go on, the freer he makes it as a state, and the, the more he uh, limits local governments from being able to impose medical tyranny. Absolutely. So that, that's been one a very strong trend. So and, and to add to that, because I know still so many people and folks out there are still, you know, you've got your plan in place to move here to add to that here in Montana. Uh, our governor passed, I believe he signed an executive order, which has the effect of law, and then it passed our legislature that there would be no mask mandates or vaccine mandates. But... Doug it did not apply that to the medical community. So, yes, here in Montana, there is a bit of a fight in the in the federalized hospital systems. You know what I'm talking about? It's the same system that Glenn just got discharged from that I had to fight with. Um, there is a med- there is a vax mandate and the the hospital systems here are pressing for it. And the governor is pressing back. That's what I appreciate is that in red states, when there is tyranny like that within their state, they're general. The governor will come in and, and start trying to advocate for you and your freedoms. And so I appreciate that. So we're, we, we're a little bit behind Florida on that. So just to give you a comparison, what I've also appreciated as you're looking at your red states and kind of still deciding what I think is so interesting is so many of these states Florida, Montana, Texas, I want to say Missouri, Missouri in particular, a lot of these red states, when things like the big um, vax mandate that came down from Biden through OSHA um, a couple months ago and everyone flipped their lid out as they should, um, those states, every time, it's the same 12 to 14 states will galvanize and do lawsuits and just start flying the lawsuits. Luckily, in the last few days, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it all shakes out. The OSHA uh, imposed everyone must get a vaccine uh, mandate has been suspended. So we'll see what happened. But it was funny. I was talking to Glenn about this this morning because he said, did you see that? And I said, yeah, I did. But the damage is done. People have already been fired from hospitals. Doctors have lost their licenses. People are already moving. The damage is the is done. The nuke was thrown and blew up and then uh, recalled. 
the recall doesn't matter now. The damage to our hospital systems, to doctors' lives, to nurses' lives, to all the all the medical professionals that just had a you know major ulcer for since September and October trying to figure out how do I pay my bills the damage is done and that was the intent wasn't it so what are your thoughts on that Jeff yeah and that's why Ron DeSantis called a special session of the Florida legislature starting Monday uh, November 15th uh, lasted three days they got the legislation they were looking for he, and he said in the press conference we didn't have any time to wait because all these people are being fired yep. all of these people are being affected by this and one of the cool things that they did uh, in in this legislation package that they passed they passed four bills one of which was to uh, completely disassociate the state OSHA agency from federal OSHA. So now they are not actually subject to anything that the federal government tells them they're supposed to do. And they can, they can do on the state level, uh, their, their job without interference from the federal government, which is the way it's supposed to be. That's Mm -hmm. the way that our, uh, government was set up under the federalist system was that it would be 50 states governing themselves the way they see fit because local government is the best way to do it. Exactly. Now, he also, in the con- press conference, was asked, well, hey, you're, you're making it so that uh, local municipalities can't enforce their own mandates, and isn't that a violation of your uh, conservative uh, uh, bono- uh, your conservative principles? And he fired back. He said, well, you know what? Uh, when these cities are... Uh, in, imposing mandates and they're imposing uh, vaccine passports and other things that are unconstitutional. You're damn right. I'm going to override mm-hmm. them. That, mm-hmm. That's a direct quote. And that's, that's when I knew, okay, this guy's going to be able to get some people to run through a wall for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's doing everything exactly right. It's, it's exactly like uh, Dwight Eisenhower when he was president and uh, 1954, the uh, uh, Arkansas schools under Orville Faubus, the Democratic racist governor, uh, refused to integrate schools, and he sent a thousand National Guard troops out to make them mm-hmm. uh, integrate schools. You know what? Uh, 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 federalism and, and local control is great unless you're actually violating the Constitution. When you do that, there ought to be consequences. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and um, as we talk about this, I, I'm always very mindful of some comments that people send to me or this is politics. What's why what, this is supposed to be? We're going to bring it to prepping. Hang on. But a Part of this whole thing is that part of our preps for 2021, and and Glenn and I have rung this bell so many times, is get to a red state. Um, Let's go back to mandates. I'm going to change the topic just a little bit. As I look at these vaccine mandates, so here's your choices. As a prepper, as a person just kind of living their life, trying to make a living, trying to, you know, get to West Virginia, um, (laughs) you, you have a choice between... And the choice was pretty forced in September and October with many of these, you know, big companies being forced to uh, put on these vaccine mandates. And let's be honest, not all of them were forced. Some of them just wanted to do it because they wanted to just, you know, be um, arm in arm with the federal government, which is kind of insidious in and of itself. And sadly, we work for these people that we depend on a paycheck with. So you have your vaccine mandates along with all of Shelby's commentary there or you get the Rona. <laughs> And, and we talked about this in a recent show, Jeff, uh, how get the Rona. It's it's not pleasant. I <laughs> Trust me, it's not pleasant. If you do it using, and if you do it, and here's the thing, in the prepping and patriot community, I know that there's skepticism with, with the first option with vaccines. So if you're going to get the Rona, get it, survive it, ride it out, take all the vitamins and supplements and medications that Jeff and I talked about recently and get your antibodies. If you have, a, if I have a choice between getting it, like I just did, and spent ten days, you know, not feeling awesome one bit, or taking a shot that's going to be effective for six weeks, and I have to keep getting boosters, and I have to keep, and I and I start growing a third eye. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'd rather take the natural antibodies. That's that's where I'm at. So, as a prepper. Let's think about which is more taking control, not letting government control you, which way is more honestly holistically healthy, which one is more efficacious in that it covers you better for 
what an actual vaccine is supposed to do. So as a prepper, that's that's where I'm at on just what happens in my household. But what really stinks in all this is you have all the all this politics going around. Which is better? Which is worth Va- vaccines, natural immunity, and who's making me do what? And where? How can I sidestep this mandate? And and, and it's just it's like a labyrinth of crazy politics. So. And it's chaotic, and I think that's by design. So, do you have any thoughts on that real quick? Yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. How much time do I have? <laughs> well, we have about 10 minutes, but, you know, before you do that, let me give a quick shout I always like to give a shout-out to our um, awesome, awesome sponsors who keep the lights on, literally. Numana Foods, great folks over there. They specialize in bulk freeze-dried food, and boy, with what supply chains are doing right now, folks, check them out at prepping2-0.com. You can get bulk freeze-dried food and make sure your long-term preps are covered. Use the coupon code lowercase prep at checkout. You'll get 10% off. Lizzie McGuire, great, great, great realtor over there in Tennessee, a great red state. She is a prepper. She's one of us. She knows the real estate market over there and can help you get your awesome prepping property. And you can find her at redstaterealtors.redstate-realtors.com. Look at Tennessee. She's right there at the top. Awesome new product that is a new, I wouldn't say it's a new product, it's a new sponsor to us, My Kind CBD Oil. And I'm not going to lie, for the longest time I was skeptical of CBD because it was kind of like the new fad kind of thing. No, 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 no. I'm convinced now. Um, uh, Glenn used it a lot during all of his cancer stuff. Really helped take away symptoms, helped with neuropathy. I've used it on sore joints and, you know, just soreness, general muscle soreness. And my son has used it as he's gotten just pummeled in the football season. Um, love it. I encourage you to go check out My Kind CBD. Use the coupon code GLEN at checkout and you'll get, uh, let's see, I'm, uh, you'll get something off your order. I'm trying to read across the room and I can't see that it's either $5 or 5%. I want to say it's $5. That's a better deal. So, yes. So, back to Jeff unpack all that the chaos of vaccines natural immunity politics red states blue states what are your thoughts there and yeah we have about nine minutes okay cool um so we can really unpack this yes. uh, so uh first off for those who are um skeptical of bringing politics into the emergency prep preparedness world um i would tell you that politics cares a heck of a lot more about you then you might care about it. And so uh, the question is, do you think being prepared for all contingencies is easier in a blue state or a red state? For me, that answer is pretty obvious. Uh, Living in a red state that values freedom and liberty and uh, individual rights and bodily autonomy uh, and not allowing a government to force me to put something into my body that I don't want in my body. That, that's where I want to be uh, set up to uh, write out any sort of uh, unpleasantness or uh, any sort of, uh, you know, disastrous scenario. So, uh, you know, in a, you have to consider your environment when you're preparing for, uh, various contingencies. So uh, the environment includes the people who are running it. And mm-hmm. that, that to me makes it a no brainer that politics is important to uh, being prepared for disaster. Okay. So that's, that's number one. Yes. Um, and so I, I think that uh, moving to a red state is, is something that we've been talking about. You and I have talked about this. Uh, you and Glenn have talked about this. Uh, you've had other guests on mm-hmm. to talk about it. Uh, moving to a red state sets you up for the best case scenario under the worst of conditions. Mm. And so, yeah, so that, that, that's real important. Um, as far as immunity goes, uh, just to uh, roughly change gears here without pressing the clutch in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we talked about this last time I was on the show, but uh, I'll summarize real quick. Uh, what I learned at the Global COVID Summit that was good for continuing education credits among medical professionals, and this was another reminder because I have a degree in science, so um, I, I'm familiar with this. And at, you know, uh, once upon a time, I thought I was going to go pre-med uh, until I realized I didn't want to work that hard. But uh, <laughs> you know, I still retained all that knowledge. And the 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 way the immune system works is with the white blood cells. You have two different types of blood, uh, white blood cells, 
that are memory uh, memory cells. So there's B cells and there's T cells. Those are the, the two different types of white blood cells that are memory, that are part of the immune system that retain the bodily, the genomic memory of an infection. So an infection happens, white blood cells attack it, and then these memory cells learn what the antigen is and create antibodies for that antigen. So the next time uh, you're infected with that same uh, virus or bacteria, it recognizes it and it, it knows what to do to uh, to fight this infection. That, that's what immunity is, mm-hmm. is fighting off the viral load before the viral load gets too big uh, the second time around or the third time around or you know, down the road, uh, subsequent infections after you've recovered from being sick the first time. And those memory cells are strongly suppressed by the, the, the vaccine that we have right now is an mRNA vaccine that uh, produces a bunch of antibodies to the spike protein, the very famous spike protein on the surface of the uh, coronavirus. So uh, the, the spike protein vaccine actually has a suppressive effect on the memory cells, the B cells and the T cells, uh, the memory white blood cells. So what that means is it actually suppresses your natural immunity. So natural immunity is uh, most likely far superior to uh, the the immunity you get from uh, the the vaccine. And that's why you need to take boosters Mm -hmm. uh, is because it fades over time. Never mind the fact that it's leaky and it's probably causing mutations that are far more virulent than the original coronavirus, which is in contrast to evolution, because over time, a virus, a new virus into uh, these systems will evolve to be less virulent because if it gets more virulent, it's going to kill more people and it's going to be less likely to propagate because everybody's dead. Right. So just you know, from you know Aristotelian logic, there you go. It, it, uh, it over time, a virus is supposed to get less virulent, and uh, it's not in the case of coronavirus. So you're better off getting coronavirus, surviving, and building natural immunity than getting the vaccine. Well said. Um, go yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. You're gonna. We have about a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so all of the, uh, when you, when you're considering areas to move, I moved to Florida thinking it was a purple state and I was pleasantly surprised to find that it's getting less purple mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, but, uh, even that, uh, you know, I didn't move to Broward County. I moved to the panhandle and there was a reason for that because even in states where, uh, it's strongly red or strongly blue, there are areas that are much more, um, conservative, uh, or uh, to put it more accurately, constitutionally grounded. Yes. And that's what you really want to look for is somebody mm-hmm. that a, an area where the majority of people believe that the constitution is supposed to restrain the government and maintain individual liberties, not the other way around. Absolutely. And so any, anywhere you go, you, that should be one of the top criteria is whether or not individual liberty is valued or whether it's suppressed. Absolutely. And we just have a few more moments. So that's a great place to stop before we go into the break. Folks, we have so much more to talk about. And um, we're also going to carry this into the after show. And for our Patreons, there's going to be a nice little treat for you. We have some premium content and might have a third person joining us for just a few moments. Don't go away. We have so much more on the other side of the break. More Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love Numana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. 
Numana comes in family style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to newmana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself and save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. (laughs) Coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Old, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. Shelby Gallagher here. Um, We're just talking about kind of as we get closer to the end of 2021, how much more of a stark contrast it is between red and blue states. If you are still in a blue state, I, I've talked to so many of you. I think about the the expo that Glenn and I were at at the beginning of October, the uh, Panhandle Preparedness Expo, where so many people are like, they, everybody has, if they haven't moved, they have a plan to move. And so I just wanted to put another fine point on this as we continue to talk about how as Jeff said, if you don't care about politics, be careful. Politics definitely care about you. So here's the one that just, I just want to put a target on my desk and put a sign that says pound head here um, because it's so maddening. Masks. There are still communities. There are still states. Real easy to pick them out. There's not very many that require masks in public the science is clearly out there. Masks don't work. Masks are kind of a joke. Most people don't wear them properly. Most people use, like me, I use the same one over and over again, which makes it even less effective. Um, here's here's where I stop for a moment and I say to myself, Glenn and I made the right decision. So many of us out there have Nextdoor as an app. It's kind of a little what I call like Facebook for your community where you can kind of get to know your neighbors digitally on your phone. And my next door is still set for my community in Western Washington. I can't, I have had to turn off the notifications on that because it is incessant. I walked into this such and such grocery store and people weren't wearing a mask and the staff didn't seem to care. I'm not shopping there anymore. And the Karen factor is is maddening and I have to turn it off. I want to point out if you live in one of those places, I, I mean, I was joking about it with Jeff earlier. It's kind of your sign you need to get out because I would say 90 plus percent of the rest of the United States hasn't worn a mask in months. I walk around where I, I go to work without a mask, young, old, young or old, elderly people to young people do not wear masks uh, in public all over. 
no masks. You can every now and then you'll see someone, but it's a choice. It's not mandated. So um, if you are in a place that is where the local community, the county, or the state is requiring a mask, that's your that's your sign that it's time to pick up stakes and leaves and uh, pick up stakes and leaves. Let's try that again. Pick up stakes and leave. Jeff, <laughs> save me here. What are your thoughts? <laughs> so, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, study after study after study shows that uh, masks are completely ineffective for the uh, transmission of viruses or blocking it. And uh, it has no effect whatsoever other than to lower your uh, blood ox- oxygen levels. So um, it actually makes things worse. Mm-hmm. So uh, and, and, you know, blocking a virus, the, the a lot of these um, governors, you can tell who's who's the least effective and the, the worst leader among the governors by how much they parrot the line uh, until we have no more COVID. Mm. We are not getting rid of COVID ever. Folks. It's a virus. It's going to be part of the human, exper- the, the human experience uh, for the rest of humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a virus is in, uh, uh, introduced in the population, it doesn't go away. Uh, you can eradicate the disease uh, if you have the proper uh, vaccine protocols, uh, uh, think polio but uh if you have um the 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 the, uh virus will still be able to pass from human to human uh regardless of what kind of governmental tyranny we have in place so uh that's just science and i'm told i'm supposed to follow the science so there you go (laughs) um but um yeah, uh, that was my big indication mm-hmm. throughout 2020, right? It, it, everything was so weird and so disjointed in 2020. and But that was my biggest uh, light bulb moment was realizing how much of the population, especially in my previous state of, of Oregon, but overall, just everywhere, how many people were cowed by fear and the fear porn that we always talk about, that you know, people were, were addicted to the fear that was being created around this disease and uh, forgetting basic biology, basic human physiology and how viruses uh, spread through the population and are eventually, uh, eventually the majority of human beings in a population get over those viruses, either through natural immunity or herd immunity or whatever the case may be. So looking around, I thought, my God, it's a collective psychosis. And that's when I realized you know, I need to be in a better position myself for my family, uh, in a better place, in a place that's more defensible, in a place that's more isolated, in a place where I can be more self-sufficient. I, I would much rather take more control over my life than have the government have control over it. Uh, that's, uh, that's the way most people should look at this. Um, but there's a, there's a fear, uh, uh, there's such a fear over this that, um, we've, we've been conditioned to believe that the government, uh, can somehow alleviate this for us. It's, it's not our responsibility to take care of it for our own personal lives. It's the government's responsibility. And I told you, I was at a, a medical freedom rally. It was uh, November 16th. Uh, Tuesday in Tallahassee at the Capitol, on the steps of the Capitol, uh, while the special session was debating bills to push back against uh, Joe Biden's mandate uh, on the state level and to uh, tell the feds that they had no right to impose anything in the state of Florida, uh, to which they were largely successful. They had, they had a few stumbling blocks, but largely they were successful okay. in the legislation. Anyway, at this rally, there was a clinical neuropsychiatrist who spoke and talked about, and, and it reminded me because I have a science background, that uh, the amygdala is the portion of the brain that controls the fear response, the adrenaline, the startle, the, the uh, oh no, there's a snake, that, that kind of you know uh, jump back kind of fear response, right? Mm-hmm. The amygdala controls that. And she talked about having patient after patient after patient, just a huge spike in people with an overactive amygdala, which is a real condition. It's in the DSM. So uh, Hmm. it's, it's a condition where the amygdala has been so stimulated that it controls the thought process. 
So it actually has a physiological effect where it suppresses critical thinking. It suppresses logic. It suppresses rational thought. And so uh, people uh, on a large scale have been so conditioned to respond in fear by the government that I, I, I've come to the conclusion that the government is using that fear response yes. deliberately to suppress rational thought among the population and get people to, oh, well, we have to take the vaccine. We have to wear a mask. And if you don't, you're you're a bad person. Uh, there's no there's no science behind that, but to, 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 that's just the automatic response that's mm-hmm. been conditioned from a neuropsychological standpoint, and it's actually widespread nationwide. and And they started doing this in March of 2020, and they have never stopped. So I'm looking for communities where people are pushing back against that. Yeah. I'm looking for areas and populations where the majority of folks say, well, wait a minute, I'm not going to succumb to the fear form. Right. And that, that, that's why all of these things, you know, you talk about here's your sign. Uh, that's exactly what it is. Uh, it, that's an indication that the majority of the population, if they believe that the masks are necessary and that you're evil for not wearing one, Time to pick up stakes and get the hell out. Exactly, exactly. And I have a thought on that, but of course I always want to say thank you to our awesome, awesome uh, sponsors. I'm going to say a quick shout out to Katie Armour. Katie Armour, C-A-T-I, stands for Come and Take It. This is mid-November, so think about what just is, is transpiring in our headlines right now. I woke up this morning to multiple riots and upheaval in major cities. Katie Armour specializes in steel-plated body armor for the average guy and if you live in one of those big cities first of all i hope you listen to the first part of this show where you have a plan to get out uh but uh get yourself some some body armor save your life save your family's life at checkout use the coupon code grant get 10 percent off other great person that i always want to give a shout out friend our good friend jared savick he and his lovely wife are realtors in the Kalispell, Montana area. I'm pro-Montana, obviously, so is Jared. He helps preppers who want either, a, you know, just a piece of land to build on, turnkey property in town, out of town, way out of town. He really specializes in Montana. Check him out, he and his lovely wife, at Seize the Day Montana, and that's Seize the Day MT. Another quick shout-out I want to give, and um, this is, this is, um, the amazing doctor that in the midst of all the garbage uh, when Glenn was on the ventilator and I'm trying to find a doctor that will intervene and give me so I can give it to him a prescription for ivermectin and and Jeff and I did a show on that recently I was having the hardest time having someone I found a lot of websites a lot of people emailed me PDFs that were not actual prescriptions told me to you know sign up on this website I needed a person and I needed it quickly and this gentleman stepped in and helped me out a lot. His name is Dr. Johnson. I want to give him a shout out. So if you're looking for ways that you can get ivermectin, which from now on I'm going to refer to as vitamin I, or any <laughs> other sort of, uh, you know, not the typical federalized hospital system, uh, silly, outdated protocols for protecting yourself from COVID, he will help you. It's not just ivermectin. He says to get ivermectin, whatever else you need to protect yourself from COVID, order a one-time consult with him. Dr. Johnson, super nice, awesome guy. I had a long conversation with him as we, he took Glenn's health history from me and he emailed me a prescription, which is exactly what I needed. You can find him at your home medical care. Dot com and he will prescribe what you need within 24 to 48 hours. So, so again, in a previous show, Jeff and I talked about having ivermectin preventatively, having it on hand so if you do start to get symptoms, you can address it right away so that you stay out of the hospitals. That's the goal. And along, so as we kind of wrap up our sponsorships there, that's what we're kind of talking about. And, and we'll get into another part of this red state, blue state thing is you have a choice between getting a very ineffective vaccine that is actually in, has been harmful to some people have taken it, or you get the Rona, is what I'm calling it, get the Rona, write it out, and get your antibodies. Tell you what, I'll I'll take the antibodies any day. So, um, but let's keep going with, um, let's keep going, Jeff. This is just good stuff. So talking about mandates, more mandates. 
I think. Yeah, you know, um, you actually just uh, brought up a subject that I uh, had meant to mention earlier, the federalized uh, nature of our hospital. And that's, uh, you know, that's another area in which we have had less and less control over our own lives. And and that's in the medical area where, uh, you know, it started with Medicare and Medicaid and uh, mandates on insurance companies. And it's uh, a... went exponentially worse with uh, Obamacare, the, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, the, the takeover essentially of the entire medical industry by the federal government. Uh, and this is, this is now we're, this is the natural mm-hmm. result. We see some uh, uh, healthcare event that's widespread and it's the federal government telling all these doctors what to do. And they're cowed into fear and silence and uh, complicity uh, by, you know, there, I, again, I, I have to mention, I went to this uh, COVID mm-hmm. global COVID summit on November 6th and the doctors that spoke there were talking about how uh, chiefs of staff of major departments at hospitals are being fired yeah. uh, for advocating for early treatment of a disease that we know if you get into late stage treatment, your chances of death are like 80%. If yeah. you're on the ventilator, your chance of, of dying from the inflammation caused by COVID is far higher than you if you had gotten monoclonal antibody treatment early on or if you'd used ivermectin and the hydrochloroquine to uh to respond to the inflammation response to the virus you know those that's just basic biology that's basic medicine they were practicing basic medicine trying to uh, help their patient and they're being denied. The, the insurance companies are telling them they're not going to pay them and they're going to remove them from their network of approved mm-hmm. physicians if they do these kinds of things. Uh, the, the, uh, hospitals are firing people. The, the counties are firing first responders, police officers and firefighters and EMS, uh, EMTs. You know, all of these first responders are being pressured at all levels of their job. State licensing agencies yes. are, even here in Florida, the state licensing agencies are uh, giving them side eye for uh, actually advocating treating their patients mm-hmm. before they get too sick. You know, so that that's how you know you're in a system that requires you to proactively take care of your own uh, need. Yeah. And that that's all part of living a self-sufficient lifestyle mm-hmm. as a prepper, as somebody who is preparing for emergencies and, and uh, getting ready uh, to ride out catastrophes. If you're of that mindset, then you have to be proactive in controlling every aspect of your life, Absolutely. including medicine, including governmental intervention. So I want to change kind of directions here a little bit. We have about eight minutes left. One of the other reasons, and this was really the reason you moved and one of the reason, main reasons I wanted to move, and it's just kind of funny, we kind of did it at the same time, is schools. And at the time with schools, you and I were pretty fed up with our kids being locked up in the rooms with the computer and being told we're getting a vibrant education for them which we know wasn't true. And we know what that does to um, the mind of a child. Here's, and I'll put this challenge out there. Um, Talk to anyone who is a first or second grade teacher right now who is trying to teach those, those young grades of kids who didn't, who spent a year, you know, trying to do online school that those, those key grades right now are struggling with uh, just reading and math. And they are struggling with how to line up, in line and go to recess. I'm just telling you, those two grades right there are there. Still- there are so many stories, Shelby. Yes. Uh, there's uh, there are astronomical numbers of uh, kids, elementary school, middle yes. school, high school, uh, young adults, college age kids, the whole gamut. Uh, astronomical numbers of people who have sought mental health treatment yes. uh, because of the effects of the last year and the lockdowns and the social isolation yep. and the the inability to lead a normal life. I, in fact, myself sought uh, medical treatment uh, in August of last year because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the the total upheaval of our lifestyle, you know, yep. uh, it caused all kinds of negative um 
um, emotional effects in me. So uh, it, it, it's happened across the board, right? And uh, I want to remind you, I don't know if you saw this uh, news story from this week, but uh, Reynolds Middle School, which yes. is right around the corner from where I used to live in um, uh, the really crappy part of Gresham, Oregon. And this um, is, and this, and this story made <laughs> uh, national. The Reynolds School District. Yeah. And so Reynolds, Reynolds Middle School has always been a toilet, right? I mean, right. it's just been one of the worst schools in uh, Oregon for a very long time. But uh, they actually, there was a news story. They had to shut down for three weeks and go to virtual learning uh, through the uh, Thanksgiving holiday because there were so many fights. Uh, going on and so much misbehavior in class where students didn't know how to properly sit down and participate in the lesson being done. And there were so many assaults and so many uh, uh, gang wars and all the rest. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you see it in the lowest rungs of the socioeconomic scale uh, first, but you're seeing it everywhere where the, the kids were out of school for a year, so now they don't know what to do when they, they, they are really badly behaved, uh, much worse than they used to be. Yeah. And, of course, you know, they, they go back to uh, virtual learning uh, while they try to implement <laughs> social-emotional support uh, so that uh, kids can learn how to behave better. Uh, so it's basically trying to solve uh, gang fights and, and fights in the hallways and, and assaulting teachers with um, critical race theory based uh, yeah. Nandy Pamby bullcrap. So, <laughs> and what's 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 what startled me yeah. about that story is that made national news. And I'll bet you across the nation, teachers and administrators reading that went, oh, phew, we're we're not that bad. I mean, it's true. And I'm yeah, saying exactly. I'm exactly. saying we're saying this as parents of. Um, you and I both have a high schooler and you have one that's a little bit younger. Yeah, kids are struggling because they were cooped up in their many, most of them, at least, you know, nine months to a year, an entire school year. And it's and we expect them to just pop back out and start acting nice and folding their hands and saying please and thank you. I don't think so. So let's talk right. about that. We have about. Oh, let me look at the time here about oh five, six minutes because we started this year out with locking down kids and putting them in front of computers all day long. Now, the fight between red and blue states, and you mentioned it, is critical race theory. Big difference, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and one of my uh, one of my gigs is I work for a national uh, center right outlet uh, researching critical race at all levels of education and it's uh it takes all of my emotional energy i have to take frequent breaks because it's just so outrageous and offensive but um mm -hmm. yeah so i moved you and i both used to live in oregon where uh there the state education department actually mandates critical race yep. theory from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. So uh, it's uh, critical race theory in math and, um, you know, LGBT uh, indoctrination in social studies and all of that stuff. Right. And let so, me point out uh, Oregon. It, it, and so you've got a, you've actually got a growing divide, yeah. a real fight coming up between states like California, Oregon and Washington and New Jersey and New York, where it's required, critical race theory is required in curriculum for all public schools and and in some cases colleges yeah. as well, versus states like Florida and Montana and right. Tennessee and Texas that have actually banned that from uh, mm -hmm. from their public schools. Now, Montana actually did it in a much different way that I thought was very effective. They uh, the, the attorney general in Montana issued a uh, um, an opinion off of a request from the superintendent of public education where he said uh, critical race theory is unconstitutional, it's illegal, and it uh, should not enter into any aspect of public education. So that's, that's not just passing a statute which could be reversed if the, the legislature mm -hmm. changes or, you know, um, banning something outright and causing confusion on what's censored and what's not, that's actually a legal opinion that would have to be challenged in the courts uh, to determine whether or not it's actually constitutional or not. 
so I thought that was a really right, interesting yes. uh, move by the Montana Attorney General. But you see this over and over and over again uh, across all states. It's actually 14 states now that have banned critical mm-hmm. race theory. There's about a there, there's half a dozen that are going to uh, consider banning it in the next legislature. And then on the other side, you've got about a dozen states that have mandated critical race theory as, as a required part of the curriculum. So it's it's a, a indication of another growing divide yeah, yeah. among Americans. Well, and and let me put this in here too. If you've lived in Oregon, or if you do, I, Jeff and I will condolences to you because you know this. You know what I'm about <laughs> to say. Oregon, in terms of its graduation rate, in terms of achievement at graduation, I believe they just basically took away. All requirements for graduation, you just get a grad, you get a certificate, you get a diploma, like you do a gold star, you know, in class. I mean, they're, they're just handing yeah, out. We've been talking about it yeah. for a dozen years that yeah. Oregon is 47th in graduation yep. rate and 47th in test scores among all the states. Uh, and, and nobody's done anything to fix it yep. other than to get more and more namby pamby and add more critical race. Right. The whole so thing. reading, writing, arithmetic seems to be, if you ask me, I mean, this is the logic thing. Reading, writing, arithmetic seems like that should take precedent over what I call criti- critical racist theory right now for talking about student achievement. So that's what will happen in your blue state. So I have, we only have like a minute and a half and I need to give an, an awesome shout out. This is not just a shout out, an awesome shout out to one of our sponsors, U.S. Law Shield. They are awesome folks. And I believe that they operate in every state that will legally provide will provide for you legal help if you are in a position where you need to defend yourself whether with a firearm or with your with something else and again thinking about what just happened in our national headlines here mid-november 2021 key to have that um great folks over there you can again find them on our website use the coupon code prep at checkout and you will get a 14 month subscription for the price of 12 months glenn and i are members um, I do believe Glenn upgraded so that we could, and it's only a couple bucks more to add a family member. So let's just say Joel, he, if he does this, he's going to have to worry about more than just a U.S. law shield. If he gets in a fight at school and somebody decides to sue, we're protected legally. So folks, um, we're going to carry this into the after show because I want to talk more about um, not just CRT, critical racist theory, but mutual assistance groups and how important those are. It's super important, obviously, in blue states, but how how they are in red states and get Jeff's perspective on that. But folks, um, thank you so much. I always like to end with that great quote, failing to prepare is preparing to fail by Benjamin Franklin. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.